0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Volume Knob, the songs that saved your life. This week, Aditya and Highway to Hell. Hi friends and welcome to another episode of The Volume Knob where we share stories about the way music makes us feel and changes us. Uh, My name is Keith, and I'd like to introduce you to this week's guest, who's a fascinating guy.
1: Hi, my name is Aditya. I'm a storyteller and a DJ, and the song that saved my life is Highway to Hell by ACDC. Just a reminder that
0: my goal for this season is to expand the reach of the volume knob outward to more people who might care about music, and storytelling. So if this episode or another one speaks to you, I would be honored if you would take the time to share it with a friend or a loved one who loves stories and music. Like all of my favorite volume knob stories, Aditya's story is working on a number of levels. I mean, at one level, it's about what happens when a hardworking, straight-laced immigrant kid finally discovers weed and heavy metal. More importantly, though, his story is about how we define the phrase, when my dreams come true. And then the decisions that we make when those dreams fall apart.
1: The first time that I ever felt truly happy that I can remember uh, was in January of 2015. I was 22 years old by then. I realized that's quite a bit of time to go through life without ever truly being happy. I can explain that. I'll try at least. I was born in India to, to moderate middle class parents in a, in a small town called Tirunalveli. That's in South India. It's the kind of town that only people from that town and around that town know of. So from a very young age, I was told that to be anything in life, to be successful, to have happiness, you have to leave the city. You have to go somewhere else. So my time there, my entire, what, 18 years living there was about leaving that place. And I was, in retrospect, unfortunately a good student because that just adds to the pressure of what you have to achieve in life. Every, (laughs) not even exaggerating, every mark that you lose uh, without getting 100 on 100 is having a direct consequence on the success of your life. At least that's what it felt like. Every minute that you did not study, you're wasting you you took a break from studying to indulge in the other things in life. Life was about studying life was about getting ahead, leaving the city, going on and becoming something and and i'm I'm a Gemini and I was an only child, so being told what to do and having my decisions made for me doesn't really sit well, but I had no choice. There was a summer in probably when I was 14 or 15, my parents sent me away to live with my cousins who were who were like 20-something-year-olds uh, living by themselves in their first jobs for me to get a sense of the real world. And they lived in Bangalore, quite close to a facility that was an aerospace manufacturing facility. So I would hear airplanes taking off and landing and helicopters taking off and landing in. Air travel is also quite expensive and unreachable. So I had never been on a plane till then. So seeing planes take off and land, it kind of something, there's something I can't explain. It speaks to your soul. And that was that instant connection that I formed with flight and airplanes that I carry on to this day.
0: Armed with his work ethic and fear of failure, Aditya left home to seek his fortune.
1: I left Tirunelveli when I was about 17 or 18. Went to Chennai, which is the capital of the state, to do my bachelor's. And I had fallen in love with airplanes uh, younger in my life. So I went on to do aeronautical engineering, which I thought was, was, was a good choice for me. I expected engineering to be tougher than, than high school. I did not expect to suck, but I sucked. I was pretty bad. I mean, in the first three months, I realized, like, I w- I'm never not used to being in, like, the top five. I was barely passing. Like, I couldn't. And I was alone, away from my parents for the first time in, in with a bunch of strangers in a new city. And, and all of those things just came crumbling down on me. And I realized, like, I have to make a choice. I still liked airplanes. Do I double down on this? And, and stick with this, or do I just generalize, branch out, and, you know, see where life takes me? In a way, Aditya decided to
0: split the difference. He stuck with his love of planes, but dropped engineering. And though it might sound strange for a dedicated, hardworking student, Aditya ended up Doing an NBA in the spring break capital of the world Daytona Beach, Florida at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University He avoided distractions and ended up achieving what people had told him he needed to accomplish for his entire life He got his dream job and his first real day of happiness
1: They did end up getting to that job, that job that everybody told me that I have to get to. That point where all this thing that the journey that you began when you were five is over. And I was in Dallas when that happened. I was working for Southwest Airlines and I still very quite vividly remember that day when I realized that I'm happy for the first time in my life. And it was uh, one day I was an intern before I became a full time employee. So I had like a contractor title since I was an intern. And once my degree was over, I was supposed to switch over to full time. And when that did happen, I could go on to the company directory, put my name in and my picture would appear. And, you know, that that was the moment I knew it was over. We're there. We're there. You don't have to do do anything anymore. You just do the things you like. You come in and do a job that you love. You're getting paid for it. I once told when someone asked me how do you like this job, I was like, it's kind of unfair because like I'm doing what I love and I'm being paid for it. Like that's never been the case in life. And uh, that person happened to be the V.P. of the department. He said, this is not you should. This is not something you should tell your boss. You know, like I, you don't have a reason to <laughs> give you a raise anymore.
0: being happy suited him. He took it as an opportunity to let his hair down in a
1: way that he never had. And I was also pretty pretty disciplined guy till then and once I got to my job there's nothing I have to protect like I can just be me and I had a few friends that took me to a few bars, you know, uh, bought me a few drinks. And then there was some people that came from Washington and other states where weed is legal that introduced me to, you know, Mary Jane, which which I did enjoy from time to time. So what I'm trying to say is I love my job. And since I was smoking weed, my dinner f- tasted great. And I slept great every single day. Like, I don't think you can define happiness uh, more, than, more than that. And I wanted that to last forever, man. But unfortunately, it lasted a grand total of maybe like three months. Up until that point, Aditya had
0: been in the States on a student visa. The American immigration system is based on a lottery with over 200,000 people applying for 80,000 annual spots.
1: Unfortunately, I was not one of the lucky ones. So this thing that I have worked on for 22 years and I finally felt like I've achieved, it's over. I've, I was told I have six months left in the US and I have to go back. I, I don't pretend to, to uh, say I understand what someone who's told that they only have a few months to live feels like, but it, it probably is as close to, to, to it as I can think of from my perspective. Not
0: to stretch the death metaphor too hard, but Aditya did have his affairs in order. His lease ended at the same time as his visa, and his debts were all paid. He set out to enjoy his last six months as much as he possibly could.
1: I had a roommate living with me at that time, and he was, like, big into music. Like, he grew up in the city, not internal, really. He grew up in Chennai, which meant, like, he had a much more cosmopolitan lifestyle than, than I did. He said, you know, we should, there's this band coming into town. We should go see this band. I was like, who is this? It's, like, it's ACDC. Oh, aren't they old? You know, I thought they would have died by now. It's like, no, 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 no. We got, we have to go to this. It's one of the best concert experiences ever. And I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. I mean, I can try to explain what happened in that ninety minutes, but it was the most craziest thing that I've ever seen uh, and experienced, both visually uh, and and as a sensory experience as a whole. Uh, A 60-year-old guy just bouncing around for 90 minutes, it just didn't make sense, and the music was so good, everybody was having a good time. It was a high, and I wanted to keep chasing this high. So I said, you know, I'm just going to go around the country and see as many concerts as I can before I leave.
0: So that's what he did. Aditya used his Southwest Airlines staff pass to follow ACDC around on their North American tour. He attended shows in DC and Detroit, visiting friends he'd made during his time in the States as he went. People in his office in Dallas also heard about his quest to see as many shows as possible, so they gave him tickets. Weezer, Franz Ferdinand, and others.
1: Tony Bennett was coming into town. I was, we were probably youngest by like 25 years in that hall in Dallas. A lot of, a lot of people not in our demographic, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a grand old time. And in the end, he was like, watch, watch, watch. He's going to put the mic down and just sing. And that's, that's like his final trick without the microphone. And I mean, it looks dumb now, but I had a great time. I had a, I had an absolutely great time. And in December, there's this Christmas party that happens at work. If the last six months felt like the last six months of my life, that Christmas party felt like my funeral. There was one moment when somebody that I didn't even know, who was a guest in the party, that came up to me and said, "Hey, how you doing?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, you're Adi. You know, so you must be the one who's who's leaving." And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "No, no, no. Everybody here's here is is." has mentioned and in one way or another that they're sad to see you go so you must have done something right during your time here don't forget that so in every party they have this musical act and and this year it was a piano crew and and there there was a big black giant ornamental piano on some dais and there was this guy who apparently knew every song in the world so you could pretty much go in and request a song and he would play the melody and you sing and uh, somebody egged me on to go on and sing a song I'm not a singing person and I, I I don't like to do things I'm bad at in front of everyone. I guess that's something that we all share. But uh, unfortunately, it was not a choice for me that evening. Uh, one became two, two became four, four became eight. And then you have a room full of people yelling my name and asking me to go on. And And I don't even know what song I'm going to pick. And I slowly make it to the top and I look at everyone's like, what the hell should I sing? and they all know me as this guy who goes around and sees ACDC concerts a bunch of people yelled, you should sing Highway to Hell and then I looked at the piano man and said Highway to Hell it is and he started punching away the melody and, and in front of probably 200, 300 people I sing in the beginning, I'm I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. I sound terrible. This this I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret this. And suddenly, when you hit the chorus, there's like three people who start singing along. And then when you hit the second chorus, you have like a hundred people going along like you are a, a lead singer in a rock band. It kind of peeled away or made me momentarily forget about all the bad things that I was carrying around. I forgot that I'm gonna leave the US. I forgot that I'm going back to Tirna, really, where it all started. I forgot that the, the dream, American dream that I'd worked for uh, for 20 years is over. Uh, in that moment, I was just happy that I left a positive impact on 100 odd people and they were sad to see me go. And I did something right during my time there. And probably in that moment, for maybe a brief second or two, I forgot about all the bad things in life. And, and for a brief moment, I could say I was happy for just a little
0: bit. There's a happy coda to a ditches story. Though he had to move back to India, he ended up getting a job with another airline, one from one of the Gulf states, and that airline eventually assigned him to the office in New York. He says the experience of losing his dream in Dallas has taught him to stop mortgaging the present for the future. You can follow Adich's Exploits as a DJ on Instagram. His handle is at with 2 dj. friend. Thanks for listening. The Volume Knob is a weekly exploration of personal stories and the power of music. It's produced by Semlivon Audio, and it's made entirely by me, the podcast producer who has only sung Hell's Bells at piano karaoke. My name is Keith Siri. Remember to share an episode of the show this week with someone who likes music and stories, and to get over to www.volumenob.net to learn more about Aditya and to sign up for the Volume Knob mailing list. Remember also to follow the show on social media. On Twitter, the handle is at Knob one that's the number one. And on Instagram, it's at Volume underscore Knob. Finally, my thanks to my son, Miles, for his 30-second review of Highway to Hell. So tell me what you think. It is uh, very loud.
1: And, uh, good in that way. But there's always this one memory I have associated with that song, is that my cousin Alec, uh, would, uh, so there are a bunch of Alexa speakers in our grandparent's house, and he would just constantly play that song whenever he was just there. For, I think it was, like, one Christmas. He would do that all of the time. To the point where he woke my grandmother up at 3am to the sound of just that song blasting through all of the Alexa speakers.
0: And then his voice is kind of funny too, right? He's a little kid.
1: Yeah. Because like him singing along with it is very, very funny. (laughs) Back then, wasn't he like five or six?
0: Something like that. Thanks again for tuning in and be sure to listen next week for more stories about the songs that saved your life.